Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Epic Virgin Date. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. He's relatively inexperienced. He's about 23 years old. He admits that he's still a virgin. Doesn't have a lot of experience with women. He's dated two, or I should say he's kissed two women in his life. But since he's found out about my work, started reading my book, he's applying it. And he says over this past summer, he's been out with seven different women, which he's getting some experience. So recently, he went out on a date with a woman who he met online and he came closer than he has with any other woman to seducing her, but obviously didn't get to where he wanted to be. So he writes in sharing the story of what happened, what he did, what he said. You know, There was a couple times during the evening where she even took his hand and put it on her boobs and he made out with her, but he was just not able to progress it all the way and he wants me to critique his game so he can continue to get better and next time be able to seal the deal. And just reading through this email just reminds me of when I was young, you're just fumbling around trying to figure shit out. It's just that, you know, it's an interesting time that everybody has to go through it at some point. Everybody's a novice at some point at this. So I got a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through his email. The quote says, The average guy's dating experience is often one of frustration, scarcity, missed opportunities, and consciously and unconsciously sabotaging their own success. Most men never date the kind of women they really want and deserve or date them for very long without getting blown off. This eventually leads to them settling for lovers and wives who they're really not into. When you are not in love with someone, you won't put your heart and soul into making yourself or him or her happy. You deserve someone who knocks your socks off, but you must become the kind of person you want to attract in order to attract and keep them in your life. If you consistently find yourself getting rejected by the kind of lovers you really want, you must recognize that your approach is not working Fill in your knowledge gap by studying those who have the kind of results you want and then do the same things they do so you can get the same results. I was thinking about this over the the weekend and just like the progression of just trying to get better, trying to improve your success and I was talking with one of my good friends who's a doctor this morning. And he's got a really great wife. They're very happy. They got two beautiful kids together. They never fight her. They never argue. They just get along great. Their goals and values are aligned. And it's just a great type of relationship. But he went through, when he was younger, he went through some trials and tribulations and some difficult things in his own life. And he was sharing a story of a friend that he was chatting with over the weekend. It was just, just people in general, because obviously, since I do this for a living and I talk to a lot of people about this particular topic and it's just what I saw in my own life when I was younger. It's just most people settle. They're dating people that they're really not that into and the average woman when she walks down that, that aisle on the altar to get married, she's not in love with the guy that she's with and that happens in a big percentage of marriages and the guy just doesn't even know. But what's happening is the women are going along with it because they figure, hey, the first decent guy that comes along that's not completely creepy or weird, they're going to marry. But yet the, the guy's never what they really want and vice versa. 
And like for me, and I, I remember when I was younger, that was incredibly frustrating being meeting women that I wanted to date but not being able to date them or when I was able to meet somebody that was really into me as well, you go out, the first date's pretty good. Then the second date, you notice something's kind of starting to go sideways. She's not as into you and you can't really put your finger on it. Why? But you can just tell it. And then you know, if you're lucky, you get the third date and then after that, you never get them on the phone and it's like you can see it. And when the same thing happens over and over again and if you're – especially if you're asking women like, well, what happened? What's the problem? You never get a straight answer that really helps you. And those kind of people that come along that you feel that way about, they don't come along every day. So it might take you a year or two before you meet somebody who really knocks your socks off in that particular way where you really like hanging out. And so you're not going to get lots of experience. But it's like what I was doing and you kind of see you know, this guy doing the same thing is that you go out with somebody and because you don't really know what you're doing or just how you perceive yourself – affects what you say and what you do to the point where they were really into you and then by the end of interacting with you over just a few hours, they've already made the decision that I don't want anything to do with you anymore and then you don't get the chance and then you spend like months of your life thinking about that one particular person because most people, I mean there's beautiful people everywhere but people that you're not only attracted to but that you actually like hanging out with and you like listening to and that you have a good time with. They're very rare. It's just like a best friend. A new best friend doesn't walk into your life every single day. And I just remember like reading – as I read through this email, those kind of times when I was in that place It's because it's incredibly frustrating. You want something to be better but it's not getting better and because those kinds of people don't come along every day, you don't get a lot of experience. And because you only interact with them for such a short period of time, you never really get to know what it's like to date them to make love to them more than once or twice if you're lucky to get that far and it's just it takes a long time to get better and then most people just give up they're just like fuck it you know especially guys what's interesting is 95% of the self-help books on dating and relationships are bought by women and only 5% are bought by men the average guy just gives up and as soon as it's exactly what I did when I got married to my first wife she's a great girl but I was never in love with her. I was never. I always felt like something was missing, but I talked myself into it. And so, most people do that. And it's not only with their personal life; they do it with every other area of their life, whether it's their career or the business they always wanted to start. And they just live a life of regrets. And it's, it's just sad. You see it because it just totally takes the life out of their their face. So I really enjoy people watching and just look at the expression on people's face, and you can see where they're at. Like me being a coach, I feel tremendous compassion for people but unfortunately, the average person, they won't do anything to help themselves and that's why people that watch videos like mine, those are the people that I can help because they recognize that something's not working. I was, I've always been that same kind of person. If something's not working in my life, it's like where do I go to find a solution? Who's got the results I want? Let me model their success and then I'll get the same kinds of results. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, I bought the paperback version of your book and I read it twice. It's a good start. He says, please title the video Epic Virgin Date in my honor if you like the story. Well, it was an interesting title. Sounded good. Why not? I know your viewers will thoroughly enjoy it. Well, you know what? That's not really up to me. It's up to them. And if they think it sucks, that's the thing with the internet. When you post things on the internet, you get instant feedback what people really think about it. And thankfully, most of the time when I, I post things, people have a really overwhelming positive feedback on it. So he says, for privacy reasons, just call me Bob. 
I'm a 23-year-old college student living in Arizona and I'm very dedicated to my education and I plan to be a cop after graduating. To this day, I'm still a virgin but thanks to you, I've never been more comfortable around women. I've been on seven dates with different women this summer and looking back, I've only had one girlfriend for about a week during high school and I got my first kiss among other things this summer break. So 23 years old and you got your first kiss. I remember the first girl I made out with in high school was at a party. I remember we were sitting outside and of course I've been drinking. It was a keg party which most of them were. I don't know about what what parties are like in high school these days but back when I was in, we all had keg parties. I remember sitting in this lawn chair and it was I can't remember whose house it was but I met this girl there and she was really into me and we're sitting on the lawn and she's got like a skirt on and I just remember running my hands up and down her leg. It's like she hadn't shaved. So it was like a cat scratching post. I was like, ah. you know, I was envisioning the first time I made out with a girl that she'd have nice soft legs. And But this girl was really pretty and she had nice lips and she wasn't a very good kisser. She didn't know what she was doing any more than I did but we fumbled through it and it was fun. Those are good times. Those are, you know, it's like because you have a, an idea of what you think things are going to be like and then you have those experiences. And like I said, it's like I always remember the stubble on our legs 30-something years later. He says, to be perfectly honest, I never really tried to get a girlfriend but women always approached me. And I'd say I'm a very attractive guy but the ones I usually like are taken or don't want me back. Anyway, I figured I should share my best date ever with you since it shows a good combination of success and failure on my part. So he says, I drove almost 200 miles one way to Prescott in order to meet this girl from an online dating app. Not because I was desperate but because she was very special, different and beautiful. And that's part of the the mindset that guys that fail have. It's, oh, I really like this girl. Let me go out of my way more so than somebody that I wasn't, you know, it's just like, hey, she's kind of cute. But when the girl's really hot, I'll be extra nice. And so what happens is you can see a little bit, he's treating this girl differently. And that's why I talk about my book is you got to treat all women the same. And what happens is when this, this little bit of a mindset here, this is like putting women on a pedestal and without realizing the things you say and things you do, you're constantly putting yourself last and not because you're trying to be chivalrous but because deep down you really don't think you deserve to be there and you're not good enough for. And eventually, because women are very emotionally intuitive, they can pick up on a guy's lack of confidence and belief in himself and that's when things start to unravel. She claimed to be going to school in order to work in the intelligence field, the CIA. Anyway. The meeting spot was this coffee shop and at the shop we introduced ourselves and I hugged her like I would with any other girl. So as you see there in that particular instance, he's treating her like any other girl. This isn't a big deal. Now if he had got down and started going, oh, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, obviously that would have been a bad way to go. And metaphorically, that's what a lot of guys in essence do when they get around a pretty girl that they like. Especially if you've ever been at a party or a social function and a bunch of strong masculine guys are together and then a beautiful woman walks in the room. You just watch how they all completely change and transform into these dopey guys that just fall all over themselves trying to get her attention. 
He says, and you see that that is portrayed all the time in movies. And that that by the fact that that's in movies like that, it continues to perpetuate. Oh, that's a normal normal way for men to react to beautiful women. Just basically completely fall apart and come unglued. He says, I told her I was more hungry than thirsty, so we went to this nice restaurant instead. I, so right away he gets there and is like, wow, this girl's really hot. Let me go an extra mile and spend some money on her and take it, take her to a nice restaurant instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to have a cup of coffee first and make sure this chick's not a Fruit Loop. But instead he's like, hey, let's go to the nice restaurant instead. He says, I had an awesome taco salad and decent conversation with her. After that, she drove me around in her car to tour her school and the airport. Doesn't sound like you really had much planned out of what to do. Hang out, have fun, hook up, create an opportunity for sex to happen. I mean, at the end of the day, maybe you guys could have met in the middle somewhere instead of you driving 200 miles. You gotta think of, remember, you don't get what you deserve in life, only what you negotiate. And when you start negotiating ways which like you give away the farm, that's part of the way women realize, is this guy willing to stand up for himself? Will he stand up to me or will he let me pretty much walk all over him and get in my way? And if a woman can get her way and walk all over you, she's gonna lose respect for you. And if a woman loses respect, She'll never love you. He says, in addition, we toured downtown Prescott during which she unloaded some deep family baggage on me. Hang out, have fun, hook up, not become her therapist. I didn't offer any advice. I was a good listener instead. And she took me back to my car at the coffee shop parking lot. We chatted once again in her car for about 10 minutes. While in the car, she flashed a handgun Located in the center console for some reason, but I wasn't intimidated. This kind of sounds a little James Bondish here. Girl who's going to go into the CIA that he's out on a date with. He's going to become a cop. He says, I asked her if she still wanted to hang out, and she responded, We might as well since you drove this far. Yeah, you drive 200 miles. Like, hey, do you still want to hang out? Does that sound confident? No. Again, what does this reveal? People think, oh, these are little innocuous things, but. This, as a coach, what this tells me is how he views himself. People will act consistent with who they view themselves to be, whether that view is accurate or not. And so if he's asking her if she still wants to hang out, what does that say? Well, typically when he gets around girls, it's just a matter of time before they no longer want to hang out with him. That's what he's communicating. He doesn't even realize it. It's one little sentence. But two or three, four or five little things like that over the course of the evening – on a date and it makes you look like you really don't have a high opinion of yourself, which is very unattractive. She was impressed with my sports car. Sounds like approval seeking behavior. It made a few comments as I got out of her car. Thereafter, I followed her to this hillside home. It was pretty nice, worth at least 700,000 I'd say. We played zombie mode on Black Ops 2 for four hours. There's probably some dudes out there going, wow, a chick that likes video games? That's great. He says, we also played with her awesome dog. Eventually, we watched Pacific Rim on Blu-ray. During the movie, she placed my arm between her breasts. Well, that's a pretty interesting invitation there. And what you do with that just communicates everything about whether you know what to do with that or not. So if a woman takes your hand and places it anywhere on her body, that's basically saying, I want you to touch me there and it's okay. 
She's basically saying, let's speed this up a little bit. He says she didn't like the arm behind the neck thing. Is this universal to all women? Again, look at what women do. She removes your hand from behind her neck and puts it on her boobs. When they like you, this is what they do. But what you do with it determines whether you know what you're doing. You either make her feel safe and comfortable like she's going to have a good experience with you or like you don't have a clue. He says, anyway, they were fucking huge and soft, double Ds for sure. Look at him. He's all an expert now. First piece of, first set of titties he's touched and now he's an expert at what size they are. I probably should have made a move then, but I figured I should exercise some patience since we were 15 minutes into the movie. Mistake. Now you're holding back. You're Now you get in your head instead of just, hey, she just took my hand and put it on her breast, so I guess she wants me to massage her breast up and down. Might have to gently graze the nipple. Might have to undo the, the bra, bra strap from behind with two fingers. Hopefully you are good at that. But instead he's like, I'm going to be a cold fish. I got to hold back. I play it cool. I did these kinds of things too but it's like she's giving him subtle hints and his response is communicating whether or not – it ain't about the movie. Remember, it's hang out, have fun, hook up. You're sitting there watching a movie. You don't want to be watching a movie. You want to be playing with the fucking twins. I mean she took your hand and put them on the twins, dude. And instead, you watch a movie. Come on, man. Hang out, have fun, hook up, dude. It's in the book. He says, I rubbed her thighs and held her hand in addition to cuddling. Missed opportunity, dude. After the movie, I said, let's go to your room. He says, big fucking mistake. Because what, what's happening is now you're getting out of the sequence of time. She wanted you to touch her boobs and that's when she put your hand on her boobs. But that only applied in that particular moment. You might watch a two-hour movie. At the end of it, you think, great. Now she's ready for sexy time. Let's go to your room and fuck. That's basically your communicating. Well, what happened was she's not as turned on now as she was initially and so she's got to get warmed back up. But you're just basically like, hey, want some dick now that the movie's over? He says, you don't say shit like that. You seduce her with actions like kissing passionately first. She told me straight up, I don't sleep with guys on first dates. Yeah, that's why she took your hand and put on her boobies. I don't keep those types of guys around, she continued on. He says, I replied, that's fine. I respect that. I thought she didn't mean it, so I took the two steps forward and one step back approach. I said and said, okay, I want to kiss you then. She said, okay. We had a makeout session for a while, but no tongue action. I gently tried. Sounds like the moment it kind of passed a little bit there. After that, we reheated our leftover lunch for dinner. Eventually, she turned on Netflix and watched multiple episodes of American Dad with me. She placed my arm between her breasts once again. Sexy time. I asked if I could touch them directly. <laughs> Come on, dude. Does that communicate confidence and like this is something that happens all the time or is it like, holy shit, my hand is on your boobs. Oh my god, this is the first time this has ever happened. I don't know what to do. What do you think you communicated? She replied, of course, I wouldn't put my hand there otherwise and inside she's probably gone. Another guy that doesn't get it, she's thinking. I thought to myself, what a fucking stupid question, but here I go. I touched the outside of her clothes first and shortly after put my hand under her clothes to grope. That's what you should have done the first time. But hey, this you live and you learn. I mean, everybody gets there at their own pace. 
But again, you asked me to critique your game, so that's what I'm doing. She took her top off and exposed the biggest tits I had ever seen with my own two eyes. Uh-huh. I proceeded to play with her nipples and suck on them. They got super hard and it was obvious that she was enjoying it. You think? However, I could sense she was holding back. I took off my shirt and placed her hand on my crotch. Pants on while playing with her breasts. Take your time, dude. He's like, oh, now she's ready. Want some dick? Two steps forward, one step. It's like you gently explore. The last thing is the crotch, dude. He says, I encouraged her to feel me back, but I got denied. You weren't smooth about it. But you only read the book twice, so. He says, I didn't get upset, but I let her know, that's cool. Strangely, she remained topless for an hour after denying me, and things settled down. Maybe she normally chills that way. No, she just could tell that you were inexperienced and didn't really know what to do next. She wanted a guy that would take his time, and when you just grabbed her hand and put it on your cock, communicated, you were like, okay, can we have sex now? Can I stick it in now? Anyway, she gave me that it's getting late speech, but I pressed my luck. I let her know I was too tired to drive back. Now you're trying to force yourself to stay there. She flat out told me, I don't think sleeping in the same bed would be a good idea, but I'd be more than happy to give you my couch. I replied, all right, thanks, and I kissed her goodnight. I would have said, well, if you don't want to sleep in the same bed, then I guess I'll hop in hop my car and get on the road. You see what's happening? Now he's trying to like, oh, things are so good. I'm so close to those boobs. I don't want to be that far away. So I guess the couch is a good thing. He says, before we went to bed, she let me know her aunt is visiting the next day. So in other words, she's saying you need to be the fuck, get the fuck out of here in the morning. You're really overstaying your welcome and make her feeling uncomfortable now. I must have slept two hours, not because I am at someone else's house, but because I knew I had fucked up. I woke up first and played some multiplayer on Black Ops 2. She asked me how I slept and I said decently and she said I slept like shit. Again, I reminded her aunt was coming so there was no time for breakfast. I packed up my stuff and gave her a single kiss. Moreover, I let her know that I look forward to seeing you again. Another dumbass idea for you don't want to hint at a second date while already on the first. There's nothing wrong with saying that, dude, but just the way you went about things, it's you start with, you know, she puts your hand on her boob, it's just play with play with the boobs, kiss them, just take your time. Just imagine you're going to take 2 or 3 hours to kiss every inch of her body. So therefore, there's plenty of time to get to the point where she's completely naked and you're giving her the cunnilingus. You don't go and just grab her fucking hand and stick it on your dick just because she's got her top off. You got to slowly – it's like unwrapping a gift, taking your time and anytime you go a little too fast, she'll stop you and then you just gently go back to the other area where she was okay with you touching before, kissing, making out, you know, just using your fingers and your hands to gently massage and caress her body. It's all about taking your time. You can just tell by the way he's trying to seduce her. He's just doing things a little bit out of sequence here instead of slowly unwrapping the gift. But she was ready to hook up, dude. You just weren't, weren't prepared and that's okay. I fumbled through pr plenty of situations like this. 
And it's you know you can look at this and say, oh, this guy's a virgin. I mean, there's guys that have been married for the same person, and it's like with somebody completely new when they were with the same person from the time they were a teenager. It's like the same thing for them. It's like a school kid, like learning all over again when you're a teenager, getting the first base, the second base, third base, those kinds of things. She gave me a very strong kiss back without any words before escorting me to the door. In hindsight, I probably should have kissed her back more passionately after my comment. Yeah, you should have because if she would have kissed you back passionately, then you could have laid down and started fooling around again and then maybe had morning sex. But again, you you know, you're this this is the furthest you've gotten so far. So at the end of the day, this is a win for you. And this is great. He says, it could have been an invitation to morning sex, but instead I cut my losses and gave her a peck back. What did I just say? She told me goodbye and to drive safe before closing the door. I texted her back four days later to set up a date for the next weekend, but I got no response. I figured I blew it. Well, I wouldn't do anything else. You never know. Maybe a week goes by, maybe two weeks go by. That's why... It's a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net and you wait to see what she does. But what you really need to do is brush up on the book and really get to better understand the process of seduction so you don't overdo things like in the ways that I've talked about. But hey, dude, that's a fucking win, man. Good on you. Repetition's a mother of skill. Excellence is not a singular act. It's a habit. You are what you do repeatedly. This is how you learn. Great learning experience. Great job, dude. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 